Welcome to the Elevate Podcast. My name is Omon Imohi, motivator, co-elevator, and your number one transformational coach. Today is day 16 of the 30 Days Elevate Challenge. And we're going to be talking about authentic you, authenticity. Authentic is a descriptive and powerful word deserving the space to breathe. Authentic means from the source or origin. Being authentic in a spiritual sense means as expressed directly from the source, through the soul. It is the raw, naked, unhindered expression of the soul. Authenticity is a quality of being. That's why we say being authentic, not doing authentic. Authenticity is the opposite of shame. Authenticity reveals our humanity. It allows us to communicate and connect with others truly. Shame, however, creates most of all the codependency symptoms, including hiding who we are, sacrificing our needs, saying yes when we'd rather not, all to be accepted. Brené Brown said, to be authentic, we must cultivate the courage to be imperfect and vulnerable. We have to believe that we are fundamentally worthy of love and acceptance just as we are. I have learned that there is no better way to invite more grace, gratitude, and joy into our lives than by mindfully practicing authenticity. So you have to mindfully practice authenticity. It's an intentional action. But in life, a lot of things get in the way of being authentic, like fear, fear of what other people think about you. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of making a mistake, fear of making a fool out of yourself, being swept along by other people's negative energy, being trapped by other people's expectations of you, being labeled, being stereotyped. All of this gets in the way of being authentic. But how can we be authentic? Because definitely there are ways. And like I said before, it's an intentional action. So I'm going to share a few tips on being authentic. The first thing is be true to yourself. Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. <laughs> this time-tested advice of be yourself stands for a reason. It is probably the best advice you will ever receive. It's simple. I know it's cliche but it's true. What I can add to this valuable knowledge is be true to yourself means that you you have to be a honest, trustworthy person who lives by a code of morals and values. Be true to yourself is fundamental to living a life of integrity. Authentic people are high character individuals who don't just talk the talk, they also walk the walk, which means they back up their positive, empowering words with actions that benefit not just themselves, but everyone else around them. So remember, be true to yourself. You can lie to everyone else. You can lie to the world, but you can't lie to yourself. Be true to yourself. Do what you say you're going to do. Be the person you say you are. 
Number two, think inward, look outward. Authenticity is important. Authentic people are deep thinkers who generate thought power from within and transpose it outward to add value to the lives of others. To act in an authentic manner, we must first give deep thought to what it is we want to do. This requires keen emotional intelligence, which is partially comprised of the ever-powerful trait of self-awareness. Be mindful of your thoughts. Be careful of your words. Be mindful of how your action influences others. Act with good intentions and motives, and you will be admired for your authenticity. People will sit on the front row to hear you and listen to you when they know you are authentic. Number three, think about the way you treat people. Henry James said, three things in human life are important. The first is to be kind. The second is to be kind. And the third is to be kind. How do you feel when someone treats you like garbage? Don't worry, that question is rhetorical, you know. But the truth is that we feel terrible when we are disrespected, when we are violated, when we are disregarded. Hopefully, understanding how you feel when someone else treats you this way will stir up a desire within us to act with kindness and love when we deal with other people. So be kind to those around you. It costs nothing. Watch how your life would radically change. For one thing, the simple act of being kind boosts your happiness. It makes you feel good. It brings positive vibration and energy around you. So why not? (laughs) Number four, we've talked about this before, live in the moment. Well, add to this, be a good listener. There's nothing more real than a person who lives in the moment without worrying or concerning themselves of needless matters. Who do you know that truly embraces the moment? Think of someone you know, someone who doesn't bother, you know, checking their phone every minute or worrying about, you know, emails or worrying about what they're going to eat next Christmas dinner. (laughs) Living in the moment means concentrating on exactly what is happening in your life at the precise time. It demands that we remove baggage and clutter from our lives to live our best in the moment. And it's so important to enjoy the moment because time is something we can't get back. Being a good listener is not just suited for conversations with our loved ones or, you know, at work or with your business partners. It's also about listening to the very important voice inside our heads. Listen to your intuition. That is so important. Do what your heart is telling you. That is what an authentic person does. Number five, be open-minded and fair. Donna Davis said, open your eyes to the beauty around you. Open your mind to the wonders of life. Open your heart to those who love you and always be true to yourself. Open-mindedness is built on trust, faith, and an acceptance of a call to action in our lives. Open-mindedness is the cure, if you would say, for anxiety, stress, and intolerance. It means that we are fair-minded and willing to entertain new thoughts, ideas, new opportunities, meet and make friends with new people. Every authentic person that I have met 
is someone that is open to new ideas, new opportunities. They may live a life of, of you know, a high moral value and integrity. This remains constant. But when it comes to opinions, people, events, they are flexible. They are always open to listening and learning. Authenticity asks that we judge free of bias, that we are honest and fair and impartial in every affair. Number six, identify your feelings and your needs. This is so important. The first step to being able to name what we feel in and need in order to communicate effectively is to identify it. People often say something like, you know, some, he, he upset me or I'm upset. Well, I have no idea why, why, I'm, why I'm angry, why I'm worried or hurt. Emotions can be confusing. For example, hurt can masquerade as anger. Resentment can camouflage as guilt or rage. Rage can conceal shame and sadness can cover anger. So you need to identify your feeling. Am I hurt? Am I angry? Am I resentful? Am I guilty? Am I feeling shame? Identify your feeling. And the next one is to honor your feelings and needs. Okay, this is number seven. So we must be able not only to acknowledge and identify these feelings, but also honor our feelings and needs. If we're going to risk exposing them to others, it's is very important we know and you know recognize them first and then honor them. Growing up, many people have internalized shame and judged their feelings and needs like pride or anger, affection and intimacy. We are also unaware of the shame that conceals and derides them. You need to accept your needs without self-judgment. Taming your inner critic is an essential step in self-acceptance and in authenticity. Don't be your worst critics. Most of us judge ourselves so badly. We won't even talk to other people the way we talk to ourselves. Number eight, improve your self-esteem and boundaries. Listen, it takes courage to take the ultimate risk of sharing how we feel and what we need. But without self-esteem and boundaries, we will take things personally and collapse into shame. There's nothing wrong in sharing your vulnerability. But sometimes our prickly defenses immediately get triggered and destroy the emotional safety we are trying to create. On the other hand, we derive courage from risk-taking. Taking the leap to be vulnerable builds self-esteem and empowers us. With greater self-esteem and connection to ourselves, our boundaries improve. Flexible boundaries also enable us to discern when, where, how, and with whom we are vulnerable. We are aware that we are separate from others and are able to allow our reaction, you know, allow their reaction, allow our reaction. Number nine, learn to be assertive. There are constructive and destructive ways to communicate our vulnerability. Most of us lack role models, you know, growing up as children in our families. This will be the first set of role models we'll have learned communications from. But many people lack that growing up. They've learned it, you know, as they've gone into adulthood. But developing assertiveness not only builds self-esteem, but it enables us to communicate in effective ways that promote connection. Assertiveness is saying no without being rude. 
is telling your mind without being rude. <laughs> this is especially important when we need to share negative feelings about things we dislike and things we don't want. It's so important, especially in the workplace. When we are able to set limits and say no unapologetically, <laughs> then that is power. That's the authentic you. Don't say yes to something when you actually mean to say no. Finally, nurture yourself. This is my 10th point. We can't control other people's reaction. So we must know that we need to nurture and sustain ourselves. There's a popular saying that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. When you can nurture and sustain yourself, it increases your autonomy. Most codependents don't have good role model growing up. They didn't get nurtured the way that they would have wanted. But at the same time, now that you are having the awareness as an adult, you need to start nurturing yourself. Having supportive relationships and the ability to comfort ourselves makes us less codependent on others. Be authentic. Be you. Remember that you are one in 400 trillion. There's nobody like you. You are unique. You are your superpower. You are made for a reason. You are designed, strategically placed for greatness. Nobody can be you. Nobody can think like you. Nobody can do some of the things that you can do because you were specially and wonderfully made. Always remember that. So go forward and live an authentic life today. Watch as your thoughts, words, and action change and influence the world around you in a bolder, more positive way. And if you want to be your best version more often, I would like you to answer these following questions. In your journal, you can tell me or you can keep it to yourself. So number one, I feel like my best version of me when I blah, 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 answer that question. Write about how you feel about yourself when you are at your best. Write about when is it easier to be your best version. And also write about when you are your poor version or your worst version of you. And what can I learn from the insights of knowing when I'm at my best, when I'm at my worst. What new habits can I create to make it easier to be the best version of me? So these are inspired actions that you can take. I hope that, you know, you're going to step out there and be the best version of you. Remember, you, everything in your life is not just for you. Being your authentic self is not just for you. Is for the wider impact you will make in the world. Think of all the great people in the world. They were authentic. They are authentic. That's what sets you apart. So why blend in when you can stand out? <laughs> Think about it. Think. <laughs> it's been your motivator, co-elevator, and your number one transformational coach, Oman Imohi. <laughs> I've enjoyed this session today and I can't wait same time tomorrow. Have an authentic day. <laughs>